Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. Hello, Ramon. Hi, DK. Canadian DK. <laughs> Ramon is in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I am in Ottawa covering hockey. Look, anybody want to see snow? Look, snow. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> but even that yeah. won't e- equate the frosty reception that's being given to the news out of <laughs> South Water Street that Matt Canada will return as coordinator in 2023. Yeah. How you feeling, Moan? You know what? I'm a, I'm a soldier with how I go about things. Uh, I understand, you know, everybody being upset, and they have that right to because of production, right? But we had a hard conversation last week sometimes about the why, the how, the what, when it comes down to retaining Matt Canada. And I feel like one of those reasons we gave for sure what is the reason why he's going to be retained now that we know exactly. We're running it back. Uh, but I also say this, there's a lot that has to be decided in running it back, choosing to stand on that decision to not even ruffle the feathers. You know what I'm saying? There's absolutely stay calm, stay still. And you know, like I know, DK, this is a, a Coach Tomlin. This is a, a Rooney organization. This is a, a Steelers way of kind of operating sometimes. Unless something is egregious, we're going to run it back. And you know there's been a bunch of situations where stuff has been that bad. And you know what happens? Our business is is, is playing football and winning games. I think that's where you kind of find yourself at. Well, that's actually it, Moan. Uh, by all accounts, the decision to keep Canada was not something that the Steelers even found all that particularly challenging. Right. Based on the fact that the team went 7-2 and two and that the team got the running game going. Now, we did discuss this. Yep. Uh, we we did talk about you and I, uh, especially you, identity. Okay, find that identity, and yep. then from there, forge that identity. Don't just hand pick it. Go ahead and make it happen. And they did that. So, I... I I don't know. But, but DK, listen, man, <laughs> the writing has been on the wall. You were one of the first ones when we had the per- postseason conversation on that Monday or Tuesday after those games. Yeah. We, the writing was on the wall. If it was going to happen, and I work for a radio station here in Nashville that immediately did it, that Black Monday. Mm-hmm. That Black Monday, when we started having these conversations on Tuesday evening, and, and then we bleed into Wednesday, the timing of NFL respect factor says if you hadn't canned them by then, it's probably not going to happen. I think uh, a bunch of us and a a lot of Steeler Nation was of the mindset of, now they'll do the right thing. Well, what if this is the right thing? Consider the circumstance, DK. Let me just – let me go optimist. You go pessimist. You play devil's advocate, okay? Okay. You play devil's advocate. We won't call it pessimist. We'll call it devil's advocate. I'll make – as to why you retain them. Okay. 
The first year of Canada was there, you had Ben's offense and trying to manage him. Why make Ben get out of his box? You still had a decently good year. His last ride, we're not going to ruffle those feathers. Still had changeover of roster, right? So, bam, right. we'll just give that first year, 21, to Ben. Bam, done. We see that. Next year coming in, this year, this past year, 2022, you look at it and you kind of say, no, that's third year, this year right here. Uh, you look at it and you kind of say, well, I got a young guy that I know is going to be the future of the franchise if he proves that he can be a pro early. But I got to have a holdover guy, Mr. Trubisky. I got a new offensive line. Uh, we were 2-6 and six at one point in the season. We found a way to come together and figure this offense out what's going to work for Kenny once he became the starter. I'd almost say when they got the interceptions down, when they found out what their offensive line was made of, they said, this is what we're doing. And truthfully, DK, it worked out in Matt Canada and still our nation's favorite. And let's say this. I think a lot of people must rather had that 9-8 and eight finish, not make the playoffs, than to be that below 500, even if I advocated earlier that I love a high draft pick. Well, devil's advocate. Let's hear it. 7-2 record. Impressive. Yay. Way to go. Still didn't <laughs> score points. Still were hardly ever picking, poking your nose above 20 points from Fair the right. offense. Not nearly good enough. Still didn't commit couldn't commit, wouldn't commit to George Pickens, which was insane. It was insanity playing out before our very eyes, Moan. Yes. Uh, Throwing deep, throwing downfield. None of this happened. Yes. And I guess what this makes me wonder, as the devil's advocate in this equation, which you can tell is not exactly a stretch (laughs) for me, what this makes me wonder is okay. The Steelers have said this is this is the voice that they want for their coordinator. This is right. the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Conduit to yeah. the players because he mm-hmm. does carry himself well, and that's one of the things that Mike Tomlin loves about him. Yep. But what else can a team do to make sure that those components that are very obviously missing? from this offense come into play? Do you hire like an underling guy? Do you bring in Byron Leftwich and say, hey, you're the assistant? Offen- yeah, that's another term that's An used for some titles. Um, now, does it also mean when you bring in that guy, here's your very obvious replacement, by the oh, way, well, when things go wrong? I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Um, DK, I, I guess the other portion of this, though, is I got, I guess, two – statements to be made uh do you give it time in the fashion in which the giants who which we talked about gave uh daniel jones to grow yes yes is a coordinator allowed that okay that's that's one question and then the other side of this too that plays a factor into all of this is new era slash young team how much do you really expect out of it did this team enter the season, DK, even though that's our goal every year and say it's Super Bowl or bust or was it do real good to prep for later. You see what I'm getting at? Like I, I do. I, every I, I team think, knows they're not a Super Bowl team. No, and I think we we will be guilty of forgetting on occasion that the one thing that was going to blow up everything was the offensive line. The offensive line was going to be that universal plug pull yep. in this equation. Okay, and they struggled, and and, and they did struggle. 
And I guarantee you adjustments had to be made to that. Okay. Just, yeah. to, just for survival mode, you know, get rid of the ball in 0.001 seconds. Okay. Have the mm-hmm. center throw the ball. Okay. <laughs> do, do whatever you got to do. Snap it over his head, over his yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. Just avoid perishing out there. And they got past that. And I, yeah. Let's do more on this in the next segment, Moat. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and a somber, serene (laughs) episode of the Ramon Show. No, really, Moat. I feel like like you made valid points in the opening segment. Okay. Uh, I want to see it carried out. Now, you're in the room. You spent 11 years in the room. Yeah. Walk me through what that looks like when the head coach knows that there's a, whether it's a coordinator or a positional coach who needs help with a certain facet. What does he do? Because I know for a fact you lived that at least once. Yeah, on the offensive line. I have, and that's where I'm going to go with it a little bit, too. One, if it's egregious and not overly important, or you know there's a drastically better replacement, you go get it. This year, what's the pool other than a bunch of guys we don't really know that's going to be learning on the job with Kenny Pickett, too? You know, I think that's the conversation to be had. I'm not trying to talk y'all into believing that it's all going to be peaches and cream, but what is another reset going to do for a guy uh, like Kenny Pickett in his young career, like, and 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 that's going to be better than what Matt Canada did the second half of the season. I, I will say this. There is the idea that you go get a pass game coordinator. There is an idea that you go have a guy that put a different set of eyes to where you say to them, hey, in these scenarios, do this. Or, hey, hey, don't forget this. Or I've seen this team do these types of things. The analyst role that we speak of. That's interesting. Uh, that that does happen. You see this happen on rosters all the time, man, when it comes down to guys uh, who are in between jobs, former coordinators or former D-line coaches that are trying to become uh, coordinators at a different level. Right now, Cleveland just hired a guy from the uh, Tennessee Titans that was here as an analyst to kind of help their young defensive coordinator, Shane Bowen, with the Titans. Like, I saw this, and now, gosh, who did Cleveland just recently hire? Uh, Jim Schwartz. Schwartz. You know the name. You've been around mm-hmm. him or at least heard him as a, as a defensive coordinator before. He was a analyst, uh, uh, somebody that was going to be in and help put eyes on. It's your call. But I got 30-plus years in this thing. Well, I got 15 years in this thing. Let me assist you in getting you through those. It almost and, and sounds like quality control. Quality control. But but a bigger respect. I, I was going to say, it's it's not you're not just editing. No. You're, you're also advising and suggesting. So and and that's this is my thing too. Kenny Pickett as a young guy hadn't been bruised enough in his league to make those type of calls either himself. You know, I know when when Ben wanted to make a change, I ain't gonna say when Ben wanted to make a change or changes were made inside of our room. It was for specific reasons. You know, it was broadcast everywhere. Ben got to get rid of the ball faster. We got to go find somebody that's gonna get rid of the Bruce Arians long deep style of play, right. so that he doesn't take those. We we don't need a gunslinger. So what we go do? We went and got Ty Haley, right? And then you saw a better Ben. You actually saw towards the end of Ben's career that version of him more than you did the deep ball guy. Am I right? 
Mm-hmm. So there's ways of, of way cultivating more. this. Way more, not even close. Way more. Yeah. There, there's ways of cultivating this. But I, I get it. Uh, I'm in that position. And this is the other thing, too. Uh, when you speak about those guys that need guidance. I told you we were in a position where a coach of ours got let go early. And I even go to that point to where in college, and I've been documented by saying it, it ruined, I ain't gonna say it ruined my senior year in college, but there's a coach that we had as an offensive coordinator at the time that ran this flip-flop offense. And he got fired after a year. My head coach, Coach Former, got fired after a year. And they imploded the entire organization, the entire school football system, right? Uh, but lo and behold, this guy goes to a different university, the offensive coordinator that they hired. And now this same guy is at Wake Forest. He's found ways to mold his offense, grab pieces from this one, grab pieces from that offense, and now make it work for himself. Um, and now everybody I run across that knows him, their experience with him isn't the same as mine. Dave Clawson is his name. He grew. Did he know what the big t- job at Tennessee was? Probably not. Did that style of offense work for him? Probably not, but this was also the thing. We had a personnel that wasn't fit for his style of offense, so it was doomed to fail. I think right now Canada is figuring out what is his personnel as far as the players on the field and what works for them, i.e., first and foremost, Kenny. To your point earlier, finding out why did not I go to George Pickens more? understanding even him as a young coordinator because he's a young coordinator in this league right dk as far as play calling in the nfl well he's he's young in in that context in that context and and, and that's actually something that i was going to bring up the whole saturday ish thing yeah uh, that really took off well players are also saturday ish (laughs) when they arrive in the nfl they just are yeah Uh, you talk about it all the time uh, it's not just knowing the game. It's not just understanding the NFL game. It's also about conditioning. In fact, yes. more often than not, in your world, it is about yeah. Okay, yeah, It's about yeah. conditioning. And Coach Tomlin break every year before the summer break. Physical conditioning precedes anything else. Yeah. Last words to us. Yeah, and that and that, but that went double and triple for the rookies and for the draft picks and so forth. Mm-hmm. It's like you you don't get it. You don't understand what kind of shape you have to be in in the National Football League relative to your position. Um, maybe he can get better. That That's the best thing I've got. Okay, so that's the other question then. We're, we're discussing this, and we hadn't actually said what we needed to say. The coach that I saw have a hiccup, both of them. I'll tell you, the one that you know, heck, he was a one-year offensive line coach, Jack McNeil, also yes. still has other jobs at big-time D1 universities to this day. The other one was Dave Clawson. One-year coordinator who's now a head coach at a very successful Wake Forest University. Okay? He's won big there. They won the ACC recently. Okay? With that being said, though, DK, listeners, y'all's opinion and our discussion. Are coordinators giving grace to grow on the job to the same way as we put players out there? Well, he's young. He's got to grow. Or do we need a better ready-made product? Yeah, that's that's tough because you know, most most of the coordinators in the NFL don't take his career path. They are in the NFL and they get better through the NFL. So they're around the NFL world more as opposed to Canada coming from college and then yeah. almost immediately, I mean after a year as quarterbacks coach becoming a coordinator. But and, and this is the other thing too. We hear coaches all the time like Sean McVay 
was one of those guys. Mike Tomlin was one of those guys. Shanahan in in San Francisco was one of those guys. You talk to him and almost all of those folks say, I knew he was going to be this. I knew they were going to be this good. You should have saw him when he was young. Is that what happened with Canada, but the position was given a little bit too more, too prematurely? Uh, yeah, under some, some circumstances, you know, too, that you mentioned as well. Uh, when we come back, continuing the theme, we will continue the theme, the only segment that matters. That's hey, Ramon. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, and the only segment that matters is brought to you by Getco Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they call crave ability. Yeah. Order your favorite entry at the Get-Go Cafe and Market today. Better believe it, today's entry comes from Douglas Coley the second, and and Doug's got, yeah, he's serious here. So <laughs> I'm backing off here. This is like in the metric system in Canada. I got to be yeah. way back here. Not Matt Canada, by the way. Anybody who thinks I came up here to do the Matt Canada show just occurred to me from leave Canada. It, leave it in the USA. <laughs> right. Doug says, hey, Moan. So can we say that we're spoiled because of the past offensive success and that Matt Canada needed to grow on us once he has all the pieces? He did miss out on Calvin Austin, which is a bigger factor than most people think because of that passion for the jet sweeps and everything. Austin could have actually run those. That's true. But he did help find a role for Jalen Warren. Pat Fryermuth had his best season. Uh, We ended the season with 28 points against the Browns. The wide receiver route seemed to get better. And finally, Derek Watt had a role, etc. Canada's not perfect, but even Ben has shown him praise. And, and, And Kenny has too. Yeah. And at least, you know, on the record, some other players have as well. Yeah. Yeah. The the initial question, are we spoiled? Let me just say that in oh general. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> in general. <laughs> heck yes, okay. Uh, we have an expectation in Pittsburgh, but that's, that's appropriate too. You don't get used to losing. Winning and losing is both contagious. Yes, you have an ex- – you're spoiled as heck. We as players got frustrated sometimes like, golly, Harry, you want to – we got to win every game, and I know that's the goal is to win every game, but sometimes it's just not your day, you know? Yeah, uh, but Moan, he, I, I think Doug is talking just about the offense here. And you I know. Were, you were – I'm not saying this to be nice. You were part of the reason that yeah. Doug and everybody else was spoiled because you had that consistency up front. Mm-hmm. You had that deep passing game. You had big names, as, and, and the wide receivers Always. were almost interchangeable Always. because they, they have to be because of short shelf lives between the wide receivers and the running backs. And they made – you guys yeah. made plays for a decade straight. Yeah, and you know what's even wild? I think former players have that expectation too. Uh, and it's not even insane to say on the fan side, you kind of expect it to work a certain way. Uh, this one's going to take time. We, we knew this. We're, we're, it's the real changing of the guard. You know, you go from uh, from from Ben to a guy that's a young rookie. That's 20 years going out of the door just that quick. So it's going to be that. It's going to be rebuilding it back up. Uh, but I don't think no anybody's ever had this era. Think about when Ben stepped in. Ben stepped into a very veteran team. So different. Everything about that situation was so different. That's, Run that's heavy. All, yeah. Yeah. The defense it just, was monstrous. 
Ben needed to take the snaps. So what, what do we do as fans, as consumers of the Pittsburgh Steelers? <laughs> do you trust Coach Tomlin enough? Do you like Mike Canada enough? I know you don't trust him, but do you like him enough to actually give him that time? And uh, again, my, my thing is this. I'm referencing it to not anything that Kansas City had, not anything to what Baltimore had. You don't have a guy as fast as Baltimore. You don't have, at that time, a, a ready-made team. And that people will never say that about uh, people will never say that about Patrick Mahomes in that Kansas City job. That was a ready-made team, too. Uh, the quarterback that got hurt before Patrick Mahomes took over. Alex Smith. Yeah. Alex Smith. Alex Smith had that team in a really good position, y'all. He really did. Okay? So I, I really kind of look at this like the, the Giants more than any other team. It may take three. It may get into year four where you start to see some of the remnants of uh, their O-line coming together. Chooks will be in, what, year eight by then, year nine. He'll be the oldest guy out there. So you'll have guys in years five, six, seven, eight, nine, potentially, right? Or four, mm-hmm. five, six, seven, eight, however you want to put it together. You have a quarterback that's that's in a position to grow more. You have wide receivers that get the game. But the recipe, though, is this, isn't it, DK? Get the Super Bowl before the quarterback's second check. Yes, because of the salary cap. I yeah, look at the they Giants start taking feel, up a quarter of your payroll. Yeah. I still look at the Giants and say they're about to transition into that. Somebody probably say Quan is either going to get franchised or let go. Decisions from Omar Khan and the scouting department got to be at an all-time high, but at least you get this. At least you get experience at your quarterback position. You get a template of how this offense runs, and you also get an opportunity to assist that defensive side more than you have in years past. So, are we spoiled? Heck yes, and we're supposed to be. <laughs> it's such yeah. a microwave society, even in the NFL. It's so true. It's so true. Are you I okay just, with this, guys? I don't, I don't know. I, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. Here's my. This is my final thought on this. Okay. Your head coach, and I'm telling this to them, not to you, because you live this. Uh, likes to see people smile in yeah. the face of adversity. You've heard that from him a <laughs> million times. It makes me laugh with you saying that because it's so yeah. yeah. He likes to see them. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple others at you. Put their face in the fan. Yep. Okay. We had that as, as an episode a couple he weeks did. ago related to Mark Robinson, and he likes to see them go into stadiums and emerge stronger. And I can promise you that there was some component to all of this yeah. where Mike Tomlin said, hey, everyone thought he was going to get fired. Everyone wanted him fired. He kept showing up for work. He didn't complain. Right. He, he didn't pop off. Um, probably could have, uh, certainly yep. at, at, at reporters, and just kept working. I guarantee you, regardless of how any of us feel about it, I yep. guarantee to you that made an impression on the head coach and this is another thing real quick as you said dk one coach tomlin would tell you after those cliche sound bites you gave us cut your eyelids off that's another one we got to see it anyway but the other psychological part in which coach tomlin does this and plays that game a little bit i told you you got ways of just that quick dagger to the ribs what does this do for matt canada's confidence too then there's that you know, it's hard to be bold in any setting in which you're not afforded that luxury. 
Yeah. Okay. And if you think about it, going back to, you know, Ben not being able to move and the, and the offensive line and everything else, maybe he came in and got handcuffed. That was not his, meaning himself, yeah. handcuffed himself. That was not his reputation no. at all no. before coming to Pittsburgh at the college level. So, Moan, let's do it again tomorrow. Not this subject. Ed, we'll find something else to talk about. We'll probably get a hey, Moan, on it. Okay. I'm, we I'm probably, okay. Will. Yeah. We probably will. We probably will.